My name is Dr. B. I'm a EDM musician predominantly. I also make hip hop and other genres of music. Um, I'm also a full-time uh, forensic psychology student. So my goal is to be a forensic psychologist over the next five years. And I didn't wake up one day and just plan on doing this. Um, in 2017, I released um, a graphic novel. It would, it's called Elysium, the Holy War. And it became a best-selling uh, graphic novel on Amazon. And while I was making that graphic novel, I had the opportunity to work with some really, really talented concept artists. Uh, some of them worked at Marvel Comics, DC Comics. Um, a few of them were independent artists, but some really talented people. And I got to work with people all over the world. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, as we were developing the art and the storyboards, I'm just naturally a music guy. I'm a, you know, I'm just a percussionist um, at heart. And as we were doing the visuals, I, I really wanted to do some type of trailer uh, to promote the comic book. And as I was doing, you know, as we were coming up with the visuals and trying to figure out how we're going to do the animation and things like that, I realized, well, there's one thing we're missing, and that's the music. And nobody knew how to do the music, you know. And um, at the time, I wasn't putting out music. I wasn't writing music. I wasn't even uh, practicing anything. But I knew inside, like in my head and in my heart, how it should sound. So I would tell, you know, the animator... Um, hey, add this, add that. And they were confused. So I just said, you know what? I'll just do it myself. So I started making the audio for these trailers and the trailers were very long, anywhere from 30 seconds to five minutes. And I was just having the time of my life doing it. And then ultimately I realized, you know, really what I want to do is go back and make music and get back into music. And then in 2019, that's when I started releasing uh, electronic music mostly. I put out some hip hop songs. Um, I did a song with Elephant Man um, called I Need a Doctor. That was a lot of fun. And yeah, and then ultimately I realized as I was putting out these songs, I've started working on um, certain stories. And I felt like, well, I think I could do a visual album, but kind of do it in my way. Right now, the type of stuff that I'm doing, um, I think uh, most people would say it's very different and unique. It's unique because it's, it's, thank you, thank you. It's unique because it's, it's 100% story driven. You see, nowadays what we have is, and I'm not criticizing anybody, but I'm just saying a lot of the music that's out there, it's not just the same, it's just not what's the word I'm looking for? Like really exciting, I guess for certain fans and their fan base, it's exciting for them. But for me, as a fan of music myself, you must, you if, must be a fan yourself too. Before yeah. Yeah. People. You do. Right. I love music. I love listening to other art and other people's, the way they interpret like drums or the piano vocals. I love that. But I just find that, you know, another pop song, if you just release another pop song, it's just another pop song. Oh, yeah. Right. And I think now I think Spotify releases 60,000, maybe 100,000 new songs a day. So I'm just saying a lot of that music is pop. Right. So how many pop songs do we really need to sound 
the same and it's the same with rap it's the same with pretty much i wouldn't say every genre but the most popular genres i would say especially in hip-hop it sounds extremely repetitive so for me i felt like well if i'm going to release music i just want to do it in my way and kind of tell a story but it just happens to be a part of music if that makes any sense at all like i want people to say you're on your way to work or you're coming home from school and you're sitting on the bus or you're in the subway station mm -hmm. i want people to put on their headphones close their eyes and when they're listening to my music i want them to be able to see what i'm trying to tell them i want them to hear the special effects i want them to hear the ah oh, oh, oh. You know what I mean? I want them to say, holy crap, this is, I'm really getting a lot more from my buck with, with this musician, with this artist. I, I wasn't expecting to get all of that. So that's what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm kind of like, um, I don't know, the Zack Snyder of music. You know, if, if you work with me, we're going to create something very unique and different. It's not just another song. And I also, not, and I don't want people to think that all of my tracks are, you know, super heavily uh, driven. Sometimes you just want to dance, right? Sometimes you just want to relax and you don't need a deep story. I have about 70 singles released. So I offer like a lot of variety um, of music. But in terms of, you know, while I'm working on certain stories, I am releasing, you know, just a, a fun party track that everybody can vibe to or dance to or something like that. But for the most part, I like to do things that are a little bit more dramatic, um, a little bit more entertaining, you know, something that will cause people uh, to think and to maybe pause. You know, I want people to when they see my artwork, you know, when you go to an art studio or an art show and you're standing there with your champagne and your wine and you're talking to complete strangers about the artwork and what do you think the artist is trying to say and oh i didn't realize something yeah. way over here in the corner and the like a lot of my art you'll notice that the images aren't fully detailed they're not fully drawn in and i did that on purpose when i was coming up with this style um because i wanted people to really look beyond that and kind of fill in some of those blanks in their own mind and have their own interpretations of what the images and what I'm trying to say. Um, so, yeah. So it's like a, a brainstorming, you know, not just listen and go. You yeah, I want people, I want people to kind of think about it. Um, like with my new EP coming out, The Asylum, Yeah. there's three different ways to really experience it. Uh, the first way is the, the straight audio way, which is more of like an audio film. And with that, you'll hear voice actors, you'll hear special effects, um, and you get a certain type of experience. That, that, that audio film is really like a film, like you close your eyes and you can see and hear. I everything. thought it was a film. Yeah. About um, as you know, some gods and... Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A second way to experience it is through my art book. Um, now with the art book, it goes into much, much more detail. And there's over a hundred pages of art. And what you should do is listen to the audio film in conjunction with the art book. And it goes in order. 
there's specific references in the book so you know if you've gone a little too far or too slow mm-hmm. and you get a much deeper experience and you see the characters like as you're hearing them walk and move and there's a scene where the doctor my character travels to the uh, kingdom of chaos that specific realm and then you hear the god of chaos talking to the doctor but then now you not only do you hear that maybe in your mind you always had a specific vision of what this god looks like right well now with the art book you could see really how i depicted it and what he looks like and then his soul travels back into the asylum so it goes into much more detail and i also have a post credit scene that's only available in the art book and it gives the perspective of a human perspective um which i'm not going to go into too much detail but you see some really crazy interesting action scenes a lot of explosions it's it's a lot of fun and i wanted people to look at it and just say wow this is more like um it's more like i'm at an art show right it's 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 de- it's definitely a coffee table book yep. it's definitely something that uh you want to kind of show people when they come over but if you want a deeper experience it is it's those two different uh elements when you put them together it's something magical and i created it that in that way from the very beginning like when i was making the music i had the storyboards up mm-hmm. i did the writing make sure everything matched and flowed and um it's not just me the animation team did an amazing job um you know uh, Vlad the storyboard artist he's a lead storyboard artist he did an amazing job too so yeah I had a lot of fun doing this so if i may ask how is your is your audience response to all this is there like oh is it so far is you it... know what the funny thing is yeah. so far i put out a trailer last year for my album dragonfire mm-hmm. and that's when i really started showing some of the stuff the new stuff like an audio film that's coming out mm-hmm. and the response is not only has been 100% positive oh. but most people think when they watch this or they watch these trailers they think it's a video game they don't uh-huh. they they don't realize it's no this is like a visual album that's coming up so hard, hard to tell for, what, it's a song coming up or a movie uh, well, for me, I take it as I uh, I've had many people say, hey, is this a movie? Is this an animation film? I mean, for me, I take that as the biggest form of compliment no. because I'm not a movie director. Um, I'm not putting out a video game. But if you saw some of my art and you thought, hey, this is video game quality or what what is this? To me, that's the biggest compliment because now you're dreaming. Now you're thinking. Now you're like you're getting sucked into the story. You're getting curious. You're asking questions. And uh that's a whole lot better than people just, you know, swiping, swiping and moving on. So, I'm I'm always honored by that. It's been totally positive. Um I got booked for over 2000 interviews um based on that. So, so far so good. So, I saw so like you produce so many music but they are not yet out there. No. Why as we every time we go to the studio we want to release it on Spotify, you know, but you you yeah. releasing and they're just there. Like what's the what's the what's the take on that? Why? Um listen, well uh for me with all my singles, you have you everything goes in waves and things go up and down. Mm-hmm. Um 
and I think I'm I think it's been now three and a half, four years that I've been releasing music. And I've had some highs and lows just like everybody else. Um, I've had a lot of great success with my single Tranquilo that came out last year. Mm-hmm. And I think my I was able to get up to almost 40,000 monthly listeners. Oh. And uh, right now, a lot of my music is being streamed on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where um, There's a station out in Brazil. There's one in Greece. Uh, there's two in the UK. Uh, they're currently playing my new song, Ken's Song, which is has been really uh, well-received. Uh, my song, Get Low, hit the UK Top um, number two on the UK Top 100 charts wow. uh, recently. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been it's been really positive, and people who also you know stream it on different platforms, uh, depend depending on where you live, mm-hmm. and um, how you like to listen to your music. So yeah, so far so good. I'm pretty excited about it. How do you get your music out there? Like, do you have a team of you know these people? Like, you know, they're working for you and making sure everything, you know, music is here and there and there. Uh, listen, I'm pretty um, small. I don't have a massive team. Uh, my priority is, to be honest with you, my main priority is uh, becoming a forensic psychologist. Oh. Um, so what I like to do is pre-plan the year, um, understand that I have these singles coming out. I like to get things done when I'm, when I have a little break from school, which is usually anywhere from two to four weeks between the semesters. Um, I definitely like to use social media. Like Twitter seems to work really well for me. They really like the artwork and the videos and things like that. Um, And also, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not trying to be Beyonce. I'm not trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm trying to aim for something that high. Okay. I think you're only going to be disappointed. What I'm trying to do is show the world, this is my niche. This is what I'm doing. And if you're interested in it, you know, you can come into my world and check out uh, some things that I have to offer. Um, and and I believe, you know, that will just naturally grow over a period of time. And, and it has over the last 18 months to two years. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about releasing the book. And the uh, visual album coming out. And I think when it's all finished and it comes out, people are going to see something um, extremely unique, something very different. And it's a different way to tell a story um, through music. And I can't do it by myself. Like I have these really great, talented voice actors that I work with. Oh, yeah. And and um, like in the trailer, the voice actor that you hear, he's actually playing the god of time. Um, so... It was difficult to kind of write that. And how do you really depict time? How do you give time a voice? How do you give time a face? And the actor and I went back and forth about it and developed this kind of role or like the way he was going to depict it. I had a certain way. And then he came back to me. He says, John, I'm really cool, but how about this? And then I was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. You know, so I just feel like when you have that type of energy, that genuine creativity, it leaks out and it leaks over, you know, and it, it's not for everybody, but I think there's enough people in the world um, that there's definitely a demand for something like this, mm-hmm. uh, something that's a little bit different. And if not, that's okay too. I have plenty of other songs that uh, aren't so um, story driven, 
And if you just want to dance, move, maybe you just want to cry a little bit. I got acoustic songs. That's uh, I got a little bit for everybody. So how... I mean, that's what happens. That's what happens when you release dozens and dozens of songs. I mean, after a while, I know, I you know, know, you could really um, uh, satisfy a lot of needs. Listening to your your music and then going to your psychology profession, you know, you can tell it's like your um, mind change, like psychology. You know, people have to think, but what they think yeah. is not is not what happens. You are playing with our psychology, if I may say, but <laughs> in a positive way, you know. And because now looking at where you are now, it's like you know you are either a graphic or you know a movie director or something like that, which is really good, and it's gonna be it's gonna play a very huge role in your career. But also, oh, thank you. I hope so. Don't take it as you know music. I don't want. It. You need to take that thing there. This thing is not there. This uniqueness, every this art is not there. So don't just abandon and say you don't want to be big. Just push it. Push no, 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 no. That's not as, what I. Yeah. As 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 you, as you do your psychology and everything, people need mm. this as well. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and you know what the funny thing is, is that I realized um, most people can't do what I do or what I have to offer. It's not because I'm better than them or I possess some type of superpower. I, I come from a long history of writing and graphic novels and comic books and sci-fi and those type of stories. Mm -hmm. right? Like when I was a kid, I grew up pretty abused uh, with my brother. And one of the things that was my outlet was to hang out with my friend, Ron. Oh. And we used to draw Spider-Man comic books together. And when Todd McFarlane came out in, I think it was the mid nineties with the new Spider-Man style that was extra squiggly and things like that. Ron and I were obsessed with that. So, I mean, from, from a young age, I'm like, thinking about comics and animation and explosions. And like, I mean, it would be the biggest honor in the world for me to work with uh, Christopher Nolan or Zack Snyder. Like if I did the music on one of their films, I mean, I understand that, you know what I mean? That the blow and I understand the drama that needs to be. And I also understand moments where you need to take the sound out you know and it's actually more dramatic and more emotional when there's no sound but you just have the visuals right okay. so i just love doing that i love doing it every day i'm having a lot of fun and i'm hoping um yeah the audience likes it too and they get a different experience and yeah, um because yeah. I, I want you to talk very deep you can pursue you know like do your thing and well oh, thank you man yeah so thank you thank you i think um you'll just wind up from here our socials well and introduce no problem i will use this as a as a shot a snap okay snapshot for your next interview which will be very great okay Okay, no problem. Thank you so much and, for your time. I'll wait for your email, man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man. My yeah. dream is to, you know, travel around the world and do conferences during the day, but at nighttime, mm-hmm. you know, to put on some shows like, like this. So this is really a part of my personality. So yeah. I don't plan so to stop at all. That is you. That is you. Just give Thank it you, all. Thank you, man. Give it all. all Thank you so much. Thank you for yeah. the encouragement. Thank I appreciate you for it. this.